When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was a good challenge for us offensively, you know, still having 27 assists. Um, thought we'd try to make the right play and, and the right pass. Um, they only have 14 assists, but they're just lining us up, beating us one-on-one, you know, off the dribble and able to attack the basket. So we didn't do a good job with the one-on-one. But I did think in the second half in that fourth quarter, just being able to to double team and kind of rotate and um, kind of, you know, junk the game up a little bit, got us back into it. You know, Isaiah came in, gave us a good bump in the third quarter. Um, when we got down, um, his energy was good. And then we went, we went small. I thought, you know, Covington coming in and um, just being able to switch a lot of stuff and firing and getting in rotation, take the ball out of Freddie and Siakam's hands. We did a good job with that late. We gave up 10 offensive rebounds, I think, in that second half, you know, for I think 20 points. So you just got to be better with the, with the rebounding. the sound of the nutty gutty horn on a nutty night and a gutty comeback that came up too short sobbing in the background is Zubank Hank Zubank you were kind of ineffective tonight buddy I'm Chris Kowild not active I was kind of ineffective that's true well we've just hiccuped and lost I mean that's three in a row Three out of four? Yeah. Three out of four. We've three out of, certainly three out of four. Three out of four and two in a row. That at Cleveland loss in overtime, so at least we didn't lose in regulation. And that was a great game. That was an excellent horse race back and forth with no Rocco, no Reggie, no Mook. Rocco, Reggie, and Mook back tonight. Those guys, not the reason we lost. I've got a couple theories why we lost, Hank. But first, I want to hear from you, pal. Well, I thought we played, I, I honestly thought we played great. I thought we got great stops. I thought we got great second chance points, second shots, at times third shots, at times fourth opportunities. Uh, but at the end of the day, it was our shooting. Our shooting just killed us. In the first quarter, we shot 53%. In the second quarter, we shot 42%. In the first quarter, they shot 46%. In the second quarter, they shot 63%. Uh, and Pasca, and it just kept going that way. We 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 started the third quarter down ten. At one point, we were down seventeen, uh, but then we fought back and we fought back. Uh, but every time we would have an incredible play, it would just be followed by. I, I honestly, it just would be followed by the lackluster play of a team that has played six games in nine days. Right. Uh, and I just, I just think we're tired. And I just think we're worn down. And also, the truth is, we're in the play-in. There's nothing that's that it'd be. It would take a miracle to get out of the play-in to get oh, into no, that. Oh no, yeah, we're we're spot. locked into that eighth seed. And by the way, that's not the eighth seed, but we're locked into that eighth position going into yes. the play-in, barring a complete, yeah. absolute, just the bottom falls out, which is not happening. P.S. I mean, we're pretty much locked in there. And everybody else, meanwhile, 9 through 12 is jockeying for position. Even, you know, 2 and 3 jockeying. 4 and 5 jockeying. 6 and 7 jockeying. 8 is just 8 and 1 are the ones that are kind of locked. 
That play-in tournament scares me. I'm going to talk to you about it later. But I'm here to tell you there's two big reasons why we lost Zubank Kank. One, okay. second chance points. You were saying we had a couple second chance points. We literally had a handful of second chance points. We only had nine total second chance points oh, and by the, in the and by entire the way, game, Hank. And by the way, there was one possession. I know for a fact there was one possession where we got four shots at it, and there was one possession where we got three shots at it. Yeah. So you take that. Well, we basically had Batum a second hit opportunity that four times in the game. Four but, times total. Batum hit that three to get us within one. But, man, they had 21 second chance points to our nine. We... Batum yeah, may have added it. it up to 12, but I don't think so. I think it was just down at nine, and they had 21 second chance point opportunity, like 21 second chance points. They just kept getting offensive rebounds. I guarantee you, if you have the stat line in front of us, they absolutely annihilated us in the offensive rebounds. And we did have four or five offensive rebounds late to get us within one, but we never could get over the hump. And here's the second reason why we lost, and this is the big reason and the main reason, Hank, besides those second chance points. We lost by three points. We lost by three. The league's leading three-point scorer made zero attempts from beyond the line. Yeah. And I'm talking about well, Luke they, Kennard. They had him, zero. They had him smothered. I, I mean, I'm looking at the stats, and this is going to blow your mind. We made the exact same number of field goals as they did with right. 38 field goals. It took, it took us uh, less shots to get there. We had actually a higher shooting percentage in the game. We made of the Of course, exact... because they had so many offensive rebounds that yeah, they had we more had, attempts. We had the exact same number of threes, and mm. it took them more shots to get there. We mm. had a better shooting percentage from three. Mm. But all but they had they went we lost by three and they made three more free throws than we did. Oh, they, absolutely. They had they had they 21 had, free so throw really, attempts to our 15. Yeah, and we got you know we got frustrated. They were they just were better tonight, and we were we maybe had more heart. Like I said, the eye test before I looked at the stats told me that they had a higher shooting percentage, and we were playing a better game. But I'm looking at these stats, and uh, we have made the same number of shots. Well, here's and it was a close the, game. Was, by the way, be, great game. By the way, it was a great, great game. game on a great night. It was HBCU night, Hank. Historically black colleges and universities. The place was swinging the place's energy nice. was electric when it was that one point game super duper late when batum hits the three the roof almost blew off the joint it was a great night guest dj dj dents had the night off djing because it was his birthday happy birthday dj dents and it was a great night an absolutely rocking night and a tough loss but here's the stat that won't show up we beat them one nothing in coaches challenges <laughs> it was great. It was a great challenge matters, game. It was a thrilling challenge game. It really was a thrilling challenge. Now, now listen. You brought up my namesake, Zubots. Yeah, he Zub, was because I am Zubank Hank. He was not great not, tonight. Not a great night for him. And that's after, by the way, a great road trip from him. Sure. You know, it was a disappointing end to the road trip. But over those three games, he averaged over twenty points. 13.7 rebounds and almost two blocks he averaged over those three games. Amazing. He was great. We sadly he went great. one and two. Technically. One of four. He went one of four. Two points and seven rebounds on the No, nine. I'm the saying the rebounds. Clippers on the road went one and two oh. in that three-game roadie. Yes. And we were hoping to go two and one, and we almost did. Could have. Almost did. Could have, would have, should have. 
But we're not the Hollywood of coulda, shoulda guys from down the hall who are 11 games under 500. We are sitting at 500 basketball, which irritates me. I want to be a winning basketball team, which is what I want to talk to you about, Zubank. Okay. Because we are absolutely locked into that eighth position. We have got 10 games left, six of them at home, four of them on the road, and I just think we're going to rest our guys because it's the writing's on the wall. We are the eighth team. We're going to the play-in. That is, there's no way around it. And so I want to talk to you about the play-in. I want to talk to you about the 10 remaining games. What do you think Ty Lue does? Because you got to give these guys their reps, but at the same time, you got to rest them because you know it all comes down to that one game play-in playoff it's going to be at either Minnesota or at Denver. Looks like Timberwolves, but it could be Denver. And we're just not going to know until mid-April. And what do you see Ty Lu doing? And then follow-up question, do we get one, two, three, or zero of our guys back? And, of course, I'm talking about Kawhi Leonard, who Skip, uh, Skip and Shannon, Skip What's-His-Nuts, just said, Kawhi Leonard's doing three-on-threes and five-on-fives. We know Paul George posted the shushy emoji while he Instagram-storied him getting reps. So are any of those guys, Powell, Paul George, or Kawhi coming back? None of those guys. What does Ty Lue do in these final 10 games? All right, well, let's first of all talk about the rest of our season. Uh, Because, yes, you're right, we're pretty strongly locked into the eighth seed. It would take a big swing for us, and... Uh, is it is it mathematically possible, I suppose, for us to sneak up into the seven? I suppose maybe into the sixth if something goes very wrong for Denver and very right for us. Uh, I suppose, except that Denver and Minnesota are trending strongly upward. Denver Absolutely. is seven of seven of three in their last ten. Minnesota is nine of one in their last ten, and we are straight five hundred basketball. Below us, of course. Uh, across the hallway, the Los Angeles Lakers are two and eight. I got They're a new nickname. Since the Hollywood coulda shoulda. Hollywood coulda shoulda. Aren't a, aren't a canta. Uh, but also the Pelicans are five and five. So as you know, or maybe you don't know, loyal listener, in the playoff round, seventh play and eighth round. Play excuse in me, round. play in round. Play in round. The seventh and eighth seeds only have to win one game. That's right. To advance. The ninth and tenth seeds only have to lose one game to be eliminated. They mm. have to ninth and tenth have to win both games. Seventh and eighth have to lose both games for them to switch any placement at all. So I'm not thrilled about being in the play-in game, but I like our chances of beating right now. I, I mean, is it seven versus ten and eight versus nine to start those? Is no, that how that starts it's off? Seven versus eight. Whoever wins is seven. Whoever loses faces the winner of nine versus ten. So I mean, there's a scenario here where we have to beat the high, the hot trending Minnesota Timberwolves, which is a tough out, and then face the Pelicans. And bad news, the Pelicans have had our number all season. So, uh, but there's no way out of it. There's no way no, out we, of it. We, at this we point. have to win one game. And, we have here, to and, win one but, game in April to go to the, the playoffs. Reason, but the reason why there's no way out of it is because our next six games are versus teams that are in the top six of their conference. Yes, and jockeying for playoff positions and not resting guys yet. Themselves. So there's sort of no doubt we're going to be coasting into the eighth seed. And yes, to answer your question, 
I think there's a pretty solid chance that we're going to be resting guys in hopes of being full strength because this is not a gimme. Again, we only have to win one game. But if that one, if the Lakers get lucky and beat the Pels, mm. uh, it's bad news. Well, it's actually, way, I mean, sorry, one sorry would say that it's better for us if the L word beats the Pels because we swept them and we can't figure out Pelican basketball, but we do face well, them one more time. I'd rather, I would far rather play the Lakers than the Pels. Far rather play I them. I think but, Ty Lue is so shifty and so he's playing space chess while everybody else is playing checkers here on Earth. Zero gravity chess. When we do play the Pelicans in one of our remaining 10 games, I don't think Ty Lue shows his hand. I really Wait, don't. Are you- Wait, are you talking about the the Star Trek, the original series Space Chess, where they're playing chess on a clear board that's five different levels and they're moving the pieces not only side to side and front and back, but up and down? Where that's are my Ty nerds Lu? at? Because no one's ever where seen Ty Lu and Jordy LaForge in the same room together at the same uh, time. You wait, now, listen, I will, I'm sorry to blow your mind right now. You're not going to like this. But the, I will tell you that the Lakers have played 69 games, and their record is 420. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I saw that their win percentage, and by win percentage, I mean loss percentage. Loss percentage. But their win percentage is 420. 420, I didn't realize dude. they just played their 69th game. What a bunch of jerks. <laughs> they lost tonight. Jerks. And it doesn't matter. I, I think there's a very strong chance, P.S., that San Antonio creeps in past either New Orleans or the could L word, do. and the L word or New Orleans could fall out. So, again, like 9, 10, 11, and, and lesser than 12 is not – is TBD. There's so much TBD to be determined. So my, my question to you is this, and I think you just answered it. What does Ty Lue do in these remaining 10? Like, I don't know that we're going to be a winning basketball team going into the play-in. Oh, I don't know if we're going to either. Uh, I really don't. I, I uh, And by the way, San Antonio, uh, they could sneak in except for the fact that, that don't be fooled because they won tonight over the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> in, a, winning, in, a, in a barn burner. In a last-second barn burner. Yeah, and by and by the way, for any of our sweet, sweet Clippers Nation who are still bemoaning the loss of Shea Gilgis, I will allow for you that Shea had a great line of 34 points, six rebounds, eight assists, three steals in a loss. Sure. In seven straight. I'm like losses. the worst team. I'm the second worst team in the West. Well, they do have a record of 290. Oh, jeez, Louise! <laughs> in your but, face. But anyway. But the Spurs are the Spurs. Don't be fooled by that win. They're three of seven in their last ten games. They're twenty-seven. And they're not. They're double digits away from five hundred basketball. Well, here, so here's a great. I don't think. That, I don't think. I think these four are the four. But we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Here's a great takeaway, Hank. Even though we did lose, of course, we we played great team ball in a loss. And why I say that is because sure. oh, as a team, we had twenty-seven assists to their 14, almost double their assists as a team. We were moving the ball. They played better ISO. They got more offensive rebounds than we did, and they won the game. The bunch of jerks, Chris Pratt's pets, the Jurassic World Dominion jerk-offs. Oh, we also we also fell asleep on defense right at the end. I mean, Reggie had that incredible yes. that incredible play. To get it where within it got one. got overturned on a challenge. Yeah, the three-point play, yep. Barnes just got the ball. Coast to coast. He honestly walked down the court and laid it up. I mean, they just didn't defend. I think Morris missed his rotation. They just didn't defend. And that happened a couple of times. Yeah, there was that that great 
sequence late where we had him 24 seconds. The guy hucks up an air ball, and it turns out to be a pass in the final split seconds, and they just make that basket. That that would have been a huge game changer. And then, of course, way, way, way back in the game, Reggie Jackson went 0 for 2 for his first two free throws while the crowd was chanting Reggie, and that came back to bite us on our butts. But we didn't lose by two. We lost by three, no. and it's because Luke yeah. Kennard did not get a three-point shot attempt. He didn't attempt one. Well, Early it, in the game, also, he was open. They just couldn't find him. And then late in the game, they tried to find him, and Toronto smothered him. Yeah, there also was that moment where Van Vliet missed a very rare free throw, and we didn't pull down the board. Uh, but, you know, again, there's some fatigue there. Sure. Anyway, we we can we can sit here we can sit here picking apart what 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 went wrong all we want. All right. It was another game where we ended up being down almost twenty points in the third quarter and fought back, and it just didn't go our way. And what will help to bring us to our other question that you asked me? Uh, what will what would have helped us get over the hump? Would have been one of these three guys that were missing. Would have been Norman, or would have been Kawhi, or would have been Paul George. So. So I like when you call him think, Norman. That's very well, proper. It's, just, it's his first it's name. It's, it's proper his, first name. Grown, it's a, it's his, I'm sure it's his official name. It's got to be Norman. <laughs> of course. Norman has got to be Norman. short for Norman Vincent Peel Powell. Like, it's Norman Powell. I, well, you know that. We, well, I guess we don't actually know it's not short No, because they won't let us uh, in the locker room. They won't let us interview <laughs> the guys. They won't even <laughs> let ask me in the press that, conference. Because that's all we want to ask. That's all we want to know is their middle names just and that refuse one thing. to Google it. I will never Google it. I want to ask them face to face in the locker room. I, want to, like I started to, and I'm and I'm sitting on my hands now, so I don't Google it. Uh, he did get the boot off his foot. He was in street shoes tonight. That's a good sign. Yeah. No. I, uh, I, well, I think. I mean. Okay. So I asked you about that ages ago. I, I think at least one of those guys, if not all three of those guys, are coming back because Ty Lue is Jordy LaForge playing space chess, and I think Kawhi Leonard ultimate load management ultimate what the pistons wanted to do what the celtics wanted to do back in the early 2000s just bypass the boring regular season and skip right to the postseason and i think and i pray that that's what Kawhi leonard is going to do so i want you to look into hank's burbank ball the crystal burbank ball that predicts the future and i have a bunch of questions for you i want to hear your answers and then i'll tell you my chris wildstradamus predictions okay Okay. All right. Looking into your Burbank crystal ball in the final 10 games, what do we go? Do we end up a winning basketball team on the regular season? I'm going to just throw out here without even looking at the matchups that I think we go 500 to finish these last 10 games. Oh, that is literally what Chris Wilds, Crystal Gale, Chris Wilds, Crystal Wildstratton. Oh, longest, ball. longest hair and <laughs> longest hair and pop music. Crystal Gale. That's. I'm looking at my Crystal Gale. Chris Wild. That would you say ball. too? I saw 500. five and five, and I saw yeah. us not being a losing team and us not being a winning basketball team. So that active winning season streak goes away, but it doesn't really matter because the only thing that matters is the postseason. Yeah, I think it's tough. I mean, I do. I do think there are some teams here that could rest. Um, obviously, we are still playing Oklahoma City and Sacramento, but I mean, Philadelphia. I mean, if, if it comes down to big man versus big man, the Sixers are going to kill us if what if based on what we saw tonight. Based on what we saw tonight, 
Um, and but and the Sixers aren't going to rest because they're trying to get James Harden and Embiid into playing shape and into connection with each other. They're, they're not going to be sitting out games. Phoenix isn't. Phoenix may rest because they're at the top, but I'm not sure we beat Phoenix without Booker. You know what I mean? So uh, it, I think I think it's optimistic to hope we go 500 basketball. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But I think we both called it, so I think that's what happens. But we'll that's find out happen. in the remaining uh, ten. But, but as far as as far as who comes back, what I find really interesting about Kawhi, who I'm, it's difficult for me to believe with him not. It's difficult for me to believe Kawhi is going to come back. That's okay. difficult for me to believe. But do you see any of those guys? Why? Why would Kawhi be playing three on three and five on five if it wasn't to try to come back this season? Why wouldn't they just be uber resting him unless they've already uber rested him? And now they're like, well, we might as well. he's way past being healed. We have to. We might as well play. But it feels like if he's playing those sorts of drills, it's in preparation to play. Right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so I, I think I think getting one of three back feels really, really likely to me. Sure. And I'm hoping for two of three. I mean, golly, it'd be amazing if we got all three. It'd be amazing. There's no but they're really I mean, I still don't quite understand the rules, or I guess I just never learned them. It's impossible to have an injured person on your playoff roster hoping that they come in the second round. Is that impossible? Or you just would never do it because it's insane. I, I don't. I don't believe it's. I, I don't believe it's impossible. I think you can, when you declare your playoff roster, you can declare a questionable guy. So I'm not worried about that. Like I said, we're because we've know. played. We've won games with eight guys. Oh, absolutely. We have won games with eight guys. So. Tonight, I believe we lost the game with eight guys. Maybe it was nine. <laughs> well, it happens. <laughs> right. I, we will know. There will not be any sort of hocus pocus. In the postseason, we will know if these guys are on the postseason roster, even as questionable. So that's good. That's a good thing. So you're saying you're looking in your Burbank crystal ball and you're saying, well, it's not going to be zero of those three guys. We're at the very least getting one of those guys back. And I agree with you. I think I think if the over under was one, I would go over. Great. Or if it was one point two five, I'd go over. I, I think I feel like we're going to get Paul George and Powell back. I feel that way. Um, see, I, I think I mean, I mean, I, honestly, this. So this is the problem. The problem with the Clippers is that they don't tell anybody anything. No, and they that's won't the let us talk to anybody. And a lot of Clippers nation is saying that this is tinfoil hat conspiracy theory talk, but it's literally us just hypothesizing and speculation. Speculation, well, Clippers. That's nation. what happens. That's what happens when you don't give anybody any information and you're desperate right. basketball heads who just want to hear what you want to hear. Who, and that's us. Who do we have to go to, okay? Who do we have to go to for that first play-in game? Is it at Denver or at Minnesota? You tell me right now. I don't think I understand the question. Who's going to be seven, basically? Is it the Timberwolves oh. or Denver Nuggets? As it stands, if the play-in was tomorrow, it would be Clippers oh, I, versus Timberwolves. At, yeah, looking at the standings right now, as they are on ESPN.com, yeah, it is us versus the Timberwolves. Yes, who are nine, who are on a nine-one run right now in their last ten games. That's mm -hmm. who it's versus. Mm -hmm. That's who it's versus. Mm -hmm. mm. And that's who you yeah. see. That's who you see. You think it's Clippers yeah. versus Patrick Beverly? It's written in stone, and it's a great story, by the way. 
Uh, I wouldn't say I think it's written in stone because it's not. It's there. It's a. It's one win and two losses separating the Nuggets and the T Wolves. And the T Wolves are hot too. They're seven and three on a two-game winning streak. So, um, it's hard to say if the Timberwolves can overtake the Nuggets. It's hard to say. And also the the Mavs are not that far ahead. They're another win and two losses. So with ten games left to go, I'd have to sit and really break down right. who's left. I just don't think. I think what's written in stone is that we stay in number eight. Oh, I don't 100%. think anything pushes. I don't think anything pushes us into seventh. I mean, the great honestly. NBA story, obviously, is Patrick Beverly versus the Clippers. So I believe that is what's going to happen. And I really want Pat Bev to do great and get that sixth slot, so we don't have to face him. Because I really would love to go to the Mile High City and shock the world and beat the former MVP Joker. But I think we're going to go and shock the world and beat Minnesota Timberwolves at Minnesota. That's what I'm seeing in my Crystal Gale, Chris Wild Crystal Ball, is that playing game one, we go and win away, and we don't have to deal with nine or ten. That's my hope. Yeah, because if you... Because once you win that game, you're just in, right? That's it. It's not like you have to play a second game. You, you just win. You are the seventh seed at that point. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Sure. It's not impo- It's not impossible. I think and we could beat it. Like the By the way, I think we could beat those teams. What hurts us is that we have the best coach in the league at making adjustments. So what hurts us in the play-in game is that it's just one game. Sure. And I and if you had to and if I had to say which I prefer Ty Lue for making in-game adjustments or making in-series adjustments. It is certainly in-series adjustments. That's my preference for Ty Lue. So uh, we'll ha- we'll have to see. We definitely have some guys who can be incredible. I, I mean, the and narrative. we have some guys who can go ice cold. Luke and Luke and Zubats are great examples. They both had terrible nights tonight, but then next game they might be outrageously great. We're gonna the, have to see the narrative, the world, the universe and certainly the city, and the NBA. They want Clippers versus Pat Beverly, L Word versus anybody. They want the Clippers to lose to Patrick Beverly and then have a home game at Crypto.com, at the Clipto Crypto versus L Word. That's what the narrative wants. I just don't see it happening because we've been so close to a playoff series, LA, LA, and it's never happened. And this would be... The third chance, that third really good chance for L.A. L.A. in a one-game winner-take-all, loser-goes-fishing, and it's what the world wants, but it ain't happening, and it ain't happened, and I don't see it happening. But, Chris, but, Chris, what if Kawhi, Paul George, and Powell come back for the game versus the Lakers <laughs> and both and both t- and they don't and they don't list them and the game's about to start and they're wearing and Chuck three the Condor costumes and, and three play- <laughs> yes and three play- that's great and three players are in the middle of the game and then Ty Lu calls timeout one second into the game and the Chuck the Condors come in on zip lines you heard it and take off first. take off their heads. When you go to and the play these game three and go, guys, How come there's four Chucks tonight? I've never and seen it's those three four and Chucks. They, and they play in the Chuck the Condor bodies. <laughs> but they take the masks and they win. off, right? And they win in quadruple over. Oh, yeah, they take the heads off. Of course. Come on, it's basketball. That's against regulations. It's not not football. They wear the the condor outfit. Well, buddy, there's no no mask mask mandate anymore. They don't have to wear them. (laughs) 
<laughs> Very good, Hank. Very good. Well, I don't think I have any more speculation questions for you, and we have certainly turned. Because I've made, because I've really ruined all of your speculative questions. <laughs> We've really turned this turd of a loss into a sunny disposition. It really sucked to lose. I, it would, I would have loved to get this win and be over 500. We're just going to see what happens. Six home games left, four on the road. We haven't even talked about the fact that one of those road games is a back-to-back at Bulls, at Bucks. Good gravy. I don't even want to talk about that, Hank. We could talk about that on another episode, please. Yeah, and then, no of thanks. Course, yeah, let's skip it. We end the season with four home games in basically like the span of a week. And, of course, the NBA sends one big final F you to the Clippers, giving us a final back-to-back series to end the season. Of course they did. I believe of we course had they did. the most back-to-backs or certainly top three back-to-backs, and that's how we end the season. But I think it's versus a bunch of junkyard dogs. It's like OKC or somebody stinky. Um, yeah, we go, Sacra- we go Sacramento and then OKC. So if you have to play back-to-backs, that's pretty good. And those two, those two teams literally have nothing to lose, but maybe they want to lose for ping pong balls, et cetera, et cetera. So, look, I, I like the fact that we've got the majority home games. I, I would love for us to go six and four so we can be that braggadocious winning basketball team that only I'm bragging about. Longest active streak in the NBA at 11 seasons straight. I would love that. I'm already bragging about it because I believe we've done it 10 years in a row. So I would love to be a winning basketball team, but it all depends. Take your tinfoil hats off and let's just wait to see who comes back. Who's next, whether it's the next man off the bench, whether it's the next man off the injury list or whether it's our next opponent. We shall see Clipper Nation. We shall see. Well, I miss you in the uh, Clipto.com arena. When are you coming back, Zubank? When are you come back in the building? Well, next week, my intention next week is either to watch a game with you in the in the Clipto Arena or to watch a game with you in the Tiki Hut Theater. Oh, the wild so either Tiki way, Theater, yes, of course. Either way, next week, I believe, we will be clipcasting within arm's reach of each other because we will be hugging throughout the entire podcast, which will start great and great, and in the middle will be sweaty and awkward and uncomfortable for everyone around us. Well, there's never been a podcast ever that's just been two grown men weeping for 48 minutes and hold and just holding each other like in just like guys do like friends do well i'm pretty sure there have been podcasts where guys just hold each other the whole time but never weeping well well only one way to find out and that's to do it <laughs> and see if anybody says we already did this well that's well, how we'll find we out. have shattered the record for longest running clippers podcast in the history of podcasting so we will also shatter that record of men weeping while podcasting the longest and I can't wait to do it <laughs> whether it be at the clipto.com arena in downtown Los Angeles or in beautiful Redondo Beach at the Wild Tiki Theater I miss you pal and I look forward to seeing you next week and I can't wait to uh, do a show for you Clippers Nation next week with my broadcast partner Zubank Hank hey keep hanging in there Clippers Nation the season is far from over the postseason hasn't even begun yet these Clippers are not giving up No one has told us that our favorite three great players who are not playing right now are injured, that there's any problems. we got the rest of the squads looking really strong. Rocco came back nicely tonight. Coffee is spreading his wings. Everything is okay. Do not give up hope. And do us a favor and tell your friends about the Clipcast. It's the longest-running Clippers podcast out there. Also, let your friends know two grown men are going to hold each other weeping for 48 <laughs> minutes next week. You don't want to miss it. Sound the you horn. You do. Sound ah. the horn. <laughs>
Great.